Scripture quotations taken from the NASB. Copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome to Day 4 of Week 15 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're going to finish yesterday's reading in Judges chapters 15 and 16. Before we begin, today's reading in chapters 17 and 18, Psalm 21 and Acts chapter 1. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we're grateful that we can read today, that we have this ability to study your word, each one of us, that we don't have to do what is right in our own eyes, but that we can know what is right in your eyes. We pray, Father, that you would help us to be dedicated to you, to actually doing what is good and right. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in Judges 15. But after a while, in the time of wheat harvest, Samson visited his wife with a young goat and said, I will go in to my wife in her room. But her father did not let him enter. Her father said, I really thought that you hated her intensely, so I gave her to your companion. Is not her younger sister more beautiful than she? Please let her be yours instead. Samson then said to them, This time I shall be blameless in regard to the Philistines when I do them harm. Samson went and caught three hundred foxes, and took torches, and turned the foxes tail to tail, and put one torch in the middle between two tails. When he had set fire to the torches, he released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistines, thus burning up both the shocks and the standing grain, along with the vineyards and groves. Then the Philistines said, Who did this? And they said, Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because he took his wife and gave her to his companion. So the Philistines came and burned her and her father with fire. Samson said to them, Since you act like this, I will surely take revenge on you, but after that I will quit. He struck them ruthlessly with a great slaughter, and he went down and lived in the cleft of the rock of Edom. Then the Philistines went up and camped in Judah and spread out in Lehi. The men of Judah said, Why have you come up against us? And they said, We have come up to bind Samson in order to do to him as he did to us. Then three thousand men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock of Edom and said to Samson, Do you not know that the Philistines are rulers over us? What then is this that you have done to us? And he said to them, As they did to me, so I have done to them. They said to him, We have come down to bind you so that we may give you into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said to them, Swear to me that you will not kill me. So they said to him, no, but we will bind you fast and give you into their hands, yet surely we will not kill you. Then they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines shouted as they met him, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily, so that the ropes that were on his arms were as flax that is burned with fire, and his bonds dropped from his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, so he reached out and took it and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, with a jawbone of a donkey, heaps upon heaps, with a jawbone of a donkey, I have killed a thousand men. When he had finished speaking, he threw the jawbone from his hand, and he named that place Ramath-Lehi. Then he became very thirsty, and he called to the Lord and said, You have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant, and now shall I die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? But God split the hollow place that is in Lehi so that water came out of it. When he drank, his strength returned, and he revived. Therefore he named it In-Hakor, which is in Lehi to this day. So he judged Israel twenty years in the days of the Philistines. Chapter 16 
Now Samson went to Gaza and saw a harlot there and went into her. When it was sold to the Gazites, saying, Samson has come here. They surrounded the place and lay in wait for him all night at the gate of the city. And they kept silent all night, saying, Let us wait until the morning light, then we will kill him. Now Samson lay until midnight, and at midnight he arose and took hold of the doors of the city gate and the two posts and pulled them up along with the bars. Then he put them on his shoulders and carried them up to the top of the mountain which is opposite Hebron. After this it came about that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. The lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him, and see where his great strength lies, and how we may overpower him, that we may bind him to afflict him. Then we will each give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength is, and how you may be bound to afflict you. Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh cords that have not been dried, then I will become weak and be like any other man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh cords that had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had men lying in wait in an inner room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he snapped the cords as a string of tow snaps when it touches fire, so his strength was not discovered. Then Delilah said to Samson, Behold, you have deceived me and told me lies. Now please tell me how you may be bound. He said to her, if they bind me tightly with new ropes which have not been used, then I will become weak and be like any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. For the men were lying in wait in the inner room, but he snapped the ropes from his arms like a thread. Then Delilah said to Samson, Up to now you have deceived me and told me lies. Tell me how you may be bound. And he said to her, if you weave the seven locks of my hair with a web and fasten it with a pin, then I will become weak and be like any other man. So while he slept, Delilah took the seven locks of his hair and wove them into the web, and she fastened it with the pin and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled out the pin of the loom and the web. Then she said to him, How can you say, I love you, when your heart is not with me? You have deceived me these three times and have not told me where your great strength is. It came about when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him that his soul was annoyed to death. So he told her all that was in his heart and said to her, A razor has never come on my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, then my strength will leave me, and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all that was in his heart, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has told me all that is in his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. She made him sleep on her knees and called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his hair. Then she began to afflict him, and his strength left him. She said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistine seized him and gouged out his eyes, and they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze chains, and he was a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after it was shaved off. Now the lords of the Philistines assembled to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their god and to rejoice, for they said, Our god has given Samson our enemy into our hands. 
When the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God has given our enemy into our hands, even the destroyer of our country, who has slain many of us. It so happened when they were in high spirits that they said, Call for Samson that he may amuse us. So they called for Samson from the prison, and he entertained them, and they made him stand between the pillars. Then Samson said to the boy who was holding his hand, Let me feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women, and all the lords of the Philistines were there. And about three thousand men and women were on the roof, looking on while Samson was amusing them. Then Samson called to the Lord and said, O Lord God, please remember me, and please strengthen me just this time, O God, that I may at once be avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested and braced himself against them, the one with his right hand and the other with his left. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bent with all his might, so that the house fell on the lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he killed in his life. Then his brothers and all his father's household came down, took him, brought him up, and buried him between Zorah and Eshtol in the tomb of Manoah his father. Thus he had judged Israel twenty years. And now today's reading, chapter 17. Now there was a man of the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Micah. He said to his mother, The eleven hundred pieces of silver which were taken from you, about which you uttered a curse in my hearing, behold, the silver is with me, I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be my son by the Lord. He then returned the eleven hundred pieces of silver to his mother, and his mother said, I wholly dedicate the silver from my hand to the Lord for my son to make a graven image and a molten image. Now therefore I will return them to you. So when he returned the silver to his mother, his mother took two hundred pieces of silver and gave them to the silversmith who made them into a graven image and a molten image, and they were in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had a shrine, and he made an ephod and household idols, and consecrated one of his sons, that he might become his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel, every man did what was right in his own eyes. Now there was a young man from Bethlehem in Judah, of the family of Judah, who was a Levite, and he was staying there. Then the man departed from the city, from Bethlehem in Judah, to stay wherever he might find a place, and as he made his journey, he came to the hill country of Ephraim to the house of Micah. Micah said to him, Where do you come from? And he said to him, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah, and I am going to stay wherever I may find a place. Micah then said to him, Dwell with me, and be a father and a priest to me, and I will give you ten pieces of silver a year, a suit of clothes, and your maintenance. So the Levite went in. The Levite agreed to live with the man, and the young man became to him like one of his sons. So Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest and lived in the house of Micah. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will prosper me, seeing I have a Levite as priest. Chapter 18 In those days there was no king of Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites was seeking an inheritance for themselves to live in, for until that day an inheritance had not been allotted to them as a possession among the tribes of Israel. So the sons of Dan sent from their family five men out of their whole number, valiant men from Zorah and Eshtol, to spy out the land and to search it. And they said to them, Go, search the land. And they came to the hill country of Ephraim to the house of Micah and lodged there. 
When they were near the house of Micah, they recognized the voice of the young man, the Levite, and they turned aside there and said to him, Who brought you here, and what are you doing in this place, and what do you have here? He said to them, Thus and so has Micah done to me, and he has hired me, and I have become his priest. They said to him, Inquire of God, please, that we may know whether our way on which we are going will be prosperous. The priest said to them, Go in peace, your way in which you are going has the Lord's approval. Then the five men departed and came to Laish, and saw the people who were in it living in security, after the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure, for there was no ruler humiliating them for anything in the land, and they were far from the Sidonians, and had no dealings with anyone. When they came back to their brothers at Zorah and Eshtal, their brothers said to them, What do you report? They said, Arise, and let us go up against them, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And will you sit still? Do not delay to go, to enter, to possess the land. When you enter, you will come to a secure people with a spacious land, for God has given it into your hand, a place where there is no lack of anything that is on the earth. Then from the family of the Danites, from Zorah and from Eshtal, six hundred men armed with weapons of war set out. They went up and camped at Kiriath-Jerim in Judah. Therefore they called that place Mahaned-Dan to this day. Behold, it is west of Kiriath-Jerim. They passed from there to the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah. Then the five men who went to spy out the land of Laish said to their kinsmen, Do you know that there are in these houses an ephod, and household idols, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now therefore consider what you should do. They turned aside there and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, to the house of Micah, and asked him of his welfare. The six hundred men armed with their weapons of war who were of the sons of Dan stood by the entrance of the gate. Now the five men who went to spy out the land went up and entered there, and took the graven image, and the ephod, and the household idols, and the molten image, while the priest stood by the entrance of the gate with the six hundred men armed with weapons of war. When these went into Micah's house and took the graven image, the ephod, and household idols, and the molten image, the priest said to them, What are you doing? They said to him, Be silent, put your hand over your mouth, and come with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for you to be a priest to the house of one man, or to be the priest to a tribe and a family in Israel? The priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and household idols and the graven image, and went among the people. Then they turned and departed, and put the little ones and the livestock and the valuables in front of them. When they had gone some distance from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house assembled, and overtook the sons of Dan. They cried to the sons of Dan, who turned around and said to Micah, what is the matter with you that you have assembled together? He said, You have taken away my gods which I made, and the priest, and have gone away, and what do I have besides? So how can you say to me, What is the matter with you? The sons of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, or else fierce men will fall upon you, and you will lose your life with the lives of your household. So the sons of Dan went on their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. Then they took what Micah had made and the priest who had belonged to him, and came to Laish, to a people quiet and secure, and struck them with the edge of the sword, and they burned the city with fire. And there was no one to deliver them, because it was far from Sidon, and they had no dealings with anyone, and it was in the valley which is near Beth Rehob. And they rebuilt the city and lived in it. They called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan their father who was born in Israel, However, the name of the city formerly was Laish. 
The sons of Dan set up for themselves a graven image, and Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribe of the Danites until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's graven image which he had made, all the time that the house of God was at Shiloh. Psalm 22 For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, in your strength the king will be glad, and in your salvation how greatly he will rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire, and you have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. For you meet him with the blessings of good things. You set a crown of fine gold on his head. He asked life of you. You gave it to him. Length of days, forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you place upon him. For you make him most blessed forever. You make him joyful with gladness in your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. And through the loving kindness of the Most High, he will not be shaken. Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will devour them. Their offspring you will destroy from the earth, and their descendants from among the sons of men. Though they intended evil against you and devised a plot, they will not succeed. For you will make them turn their back. You will aim with your bowstrings at their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Now, as we finish the book of Luke, let's begin its continuation in the book of Acts, chapter 1. The first account I composed Theophilus about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up to heaven, after he had, by the Holy Spirit, given orders to the apostles whom he had chosen. To these he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days, and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Gathering them together, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, which, he said, you heard of from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they were asking him, saying, Lord, is it at this time you are restoring the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or epochs which the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and even to the remotest part of the earth. And after he had said these things, he was lifted up while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them. They also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath's day journey away. When they had entered the city, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, that is, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. These all with one mind were continually devoting themselves to prayer, along with the women, and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. At this time Peter stood up in the midst of the brethren, a gathering of about one hundred and twenty persons was there together, and said, Brethren, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit foretold by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. 
for he was counted among us and received his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field with the price of his wickedness, and falling headlong he burst open in the middle, and all his intestines gushed out, and it became known to all who were living in Jerusalem, so that in their own language that field was called Hakeldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his homestead be made desolate, and let no one dwell in it, and let another man take his office. Therefore it is necessary that of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day that he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they put forward two men, Joseph called Barsabas, who was also called Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these two you have chosen to occupy this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they drew lots for them, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was added to the eleven apostles. And that is the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.